Welcome to Say It Saturday with your host, Wakisha Green and Audra Walker. This show is designed to help you heal, break through, and break forth from your current situation. We will be sharing some kingdom principles and strategies with you that you can take and apply to your daily lives. We are here to encourage you to go beyond your limitations and design the life God has planned for you so you can experience total and complete transformation. So with that being said, we are super excited to have each and every one of you join us to have a very responsible, transparent, real, and yet fun conversation on Say It Saturday. Good morning, sis. Good morning. Hey, honey. How are you? I'm good. Good, good, good. All right. Well, look, God is so good. He woke us up this morning. Is my lighting okay, sis? Yeah. Y'all, y'all can see me. Y'all can hear yes. me. You can see you like right. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I am just so grateful, sis. Um, God just, God woke us up this morning. So we get an opportunity, right? We get an opportunity to come on here and, you know, just share with, with our listeners, you know, whoever's on here, whoever will listen to us later on, you know, what God has been sharing. So we can too, you know, it hits us first and then we can share it with you guys. So yeah. so grateful that we're on this side of the ground this morning. Amen. And Amen. Obviously, we still got work to do. We still got work to go. <laughs> the go and do. Well, I, you know, look, I'm so excited, honey. I can't even get my words together. Okay? Right. <laughs> but look, it's good to be back this Saturday. Y'all know I was on a mission last weekend. I miss you guys. But, you know, I had to do what I had to do. But I'm back. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I told him, I said, look, my sister's on assignment this week. So, well, praise God, you'll be back. So, I'm back. Yes, I'm, I'm happy you're here, grateful. So we can unpack this. Uh, we just go to dialogue. You know, that's what we do. We come on here <clears throat> and we just have a conversation. We talk with you guys and, you know, and we like feedback as well. So, you right. know, please, you guys engage. You know, um, we like to hear if you have questions, you know, that will help someone else ask the questions, you know, definitely. And we will answer them to the best of our ability. We are not perfect. We don't know everything, but we do know that God has placed us here for such a time as this. Amen. To bless him, to encourage, to build up, to help you heal, to break through and break forth into your purpose, into the plan and the destiny that God has set before you. So that's what we're here for. Sis, how are you feeling this morning, girl? Girl, I'm, I look, I'm at a little pain, but I am so grateful, honey. So grateful, full of joy today. Okay. Yeah. And pain and all. I'm, look. Right. I'm here. Yeah. Sister, <laughs> she, 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 we be enduring. Look. look I got to do, I got to do my father's work, honey. That's right now. Amen. So, sis, today we want to unpack this conversation. Did you lose your passion. And so if you'll, you know, start us out with um, the definition of passion, sis, and then we'll go into the, the scripture and then we'll go, we'll take it away. Let's do this. All right. I'm going to give y'all two definitions. I'm going to give you just the regular definition of passion of for life and uh, um, spiritual passion. Okay. So passion for life, 
Passion is a strong desire that can get you to do amazing things. Passion is an emotion to be acted upon. Without action, passion yields no worthwhile results. Passion is the fuel in the fire of action. When you have passion for something, you love it even when you hate it. And you know a lot of us do. Right. So the spiritual passion is, it is counting on God's power through our spiritual discipline of prayer, study of God's word, meditation, faith, and obedience. Faith that is anchored on the infallible of God. His character, authority, power, word is a fuel for our spiritual passion. Mm. Right? That is um, the definition of passion in, in both um, sense, in spiritual and in, in regular, right? Right. So now we're going to go ahead into our scripture. I'm going to come from Psalm 69.9. And it reads, for zeal for your house has consumed me and the mocking insults of those who insult you have fallen on me. And basically all that is saying is, um, it's just referencing to the, when you guys remember when, um, Jesus went and, and cleared out the temple, that's all his reference to, um, Jesus had a passion for the temple that led him to clear out the corruption. So that's what that, that is. So he had a passion to get rid of corruption. So, that's where that scripture comes from. So we just going to go ahead on and get into passion because I'm so excited, right? Right. Um, <laughs> you know what, sis? It remind me, too, of when you were saying that. Remember when uh, Jesus' mom, mother and father were looking for them, looking for him, and they 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 they, they didn't know that he was he was in the temple, you know, even as a young boy. Right. You know, and he, he at the as a young at a young age, he had a passion well, he wanted to do his father's business, you know, at a young right. age. And so we know even with that, why he came here on earth. Right. It was a passion. It was, you know, it was a mission and a, you know, purpose that God has set him set forth, you know, for him right. to come here and do some things, you know, to be a great example for us, how to walk this life out, how to move, how to act, you know, and then reconcile us back to our heavenly father. Come on now. You know what I'm saying? So Come even on. with that, and even, you know, towards the end says, he said, if this cup shall pass, but if it is your will, Father, your will be done. Your you will. Know? You know what Not I'm saying? Not my will, but your will. Not my will, but your will be done. So that's so good. I'm excited, sis, to unpack this because you know I'm very passionate. <laughs> I'm yes. very passionate. <laughs> and look guys we talking about this because god gave this to us first you know and when he give us something you know we and, and, and i'm gonna be honest so he gave this to me all week and he been dealing with me like you know and i and i had questions so that's why we tell you guys you know if y'all don't understand something if god give you something if you don't understand it ask him because when he gave it to me i was like god i don't understand Right. And I'm going to be honest with you. Like he kept telling me stuff. I was like, okay, God, I'm not getting that. Maybe I'm being a little slow. I don't know, but I'm in pain. I don't know what it is, but I'm not getting it. Break this down for me. So he had to break it down to me like I was a babe. Okay. Right. And I'm not a babe in Christ, but sometimes God give you stuff. You do need it broken down. Like you a babe in Christ, because some things is just too much for you to chew and you right. can't comprehend or understand. So he have to break it down, but guess what? He won't break it down. If you don't ask. 
Right. If he give it to you and you don't understand and you ask and he give you something else and you say, God, I'm still not getting it. Keep asking. He will. He will give it to you. Then he was like, OK, let me break this down for my baby. Right. Right. Because I don't care how old we get. We still his baby. That's okay? right. now. And sometimes even with your kids and even with you as an adult. When you're talking to your parents, sometimes they tell you stuff and you be like, mom, dad, I don't understand. They have to break it down to you like you in kindergarten, because right. sometimes it's not that you're not intelligent or you're not smart. Some things just too much for you to digest at that time. And it's, it's above what you could comprehend at that moment. OK, right. so it's OK to ask God to clarify. And if you don't get it, break it down to me like I'm a baby God, because daddy, right. I ain't getting it. Give me that milk. I, right now, I need the milk, Father, not that meat. Right. Break that, break that thing down for me so I can get it. Right. Yeah, so I can get now. it, comprehend it, understand it, and then bring forth what you want me to bring forth. Because guess what? If I if I didn't keep asking questions, I couldn't come to y'all today with this. I, I would have been on here, but... <laughs> Mute. Mute. <laughs> <laughs> Let my sis do all the talking because you know you got you got to get an understanding before you give it to the people, you know. Right. So right. I, I just encourage y'all when God give y'all something, please just ask. Ask till right. you break it down till you can understand. And That's if you're right. gonna just just be clear, God, look, good morning, mom. Good just morning, tell them, God, break it down to me like a baby, because yes. I ain't getting it as a teenager or an adult. Okay. That's right. That's, That's right. what I got to say. You know what, what sis? <laughs> That is so good because, you know, and, and, and many times, you know, and it might be different, different times and different seasons, you know, where, you know, God gives you something and you might get it just like that. Boom. And right. then another time he's like, well, let me, I'm giving you something else. And you're sitting there like, well, hold on this, this one. I don't, I don't, I don't get. So I need, I need, and, and you know what says that's so good because last week I talked about, you know, my sis was on her assignment. I was still on assignment. I it was about did you ask? Did you right. ask? You know, did you ask God for wisdom, for clarity on what and how and when? So that's the same thing, sis. What he was he was dealing with you this week, you know, right. is is did do you remember? Remember. So I'm gonna let you share yeah, a little bit of the, the, the testimony about this week that brought you to where we at today. So you guys. Most of you guys know, and if you don't know, I'm in school, right? I'm back in school. So I was on fire. You know, I'm like, I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it. You know, and things happen, life happen, you know, and you just start questioning yourself. So I'm a nurse and, and you start questioning yourself like, why am I a nurse? Why am I doing this? You get in situations and you get to jobs where you, it just burns you out and mm -hmm when you don't have support from your management and you know what you went to school and what you learn and things that you're doing or that the job wants you to do is unethical and is not safe practice, you know, you start getting bitter. You know, you start like, I don't even know if I want to do this no more because, you know, everywhere is short, right? Everybody's right. short staff, but you just don't know, you know, when you get in those situations and because now with COVID, a lot of people don't want to work. A lot of people, because the government giving out this unemployment is, oh, I'm making more than I did on my job. But you know, mm -hmm. that money ain't going to last always. You've got out. to keep your job. And 
You know, I say that because not only in the medical field is it short, it's short everywhere. You go to restaurants, every restaurant, we're now hiring, we're now hiring. Where at one point you couldn't even get a job at a fast food. You know, you was overqualified. It take you down. Right. You know, so even even them, you know, in the in the restaurant industry, everywhere you go, people are stressed out. They're short staffed and people are questioning themselves, like, why am I doing this? You know, and we don't talk before about, you know, how we um, people may be in the restaurant business or doing whatever. And we'd be like, why are you just doing that? Because that's their passion. This is their desire. They like the food industry or they like cleaning or whatever, right. you, you know, they may have. But a lot of people are now questioning itself, like, why am I doing this? Right. And it's because they're so short staffed and overworked and underpaid. Mm -hmm. And they feel like they're not doing anything they're not getting what needs to be done accomplished because they're tired they're overworked they're underpaid right. they're not appreciated right so when you get to that point you lose your passion for what you're doing because you're tired mentally physically spiritually you know out war just wore out because you you going and going and these jobs are so short you don't have time to recuperate like you used to you don't have time to get in your zen you don't have time to go meditate and go before your father like you used to and you know we always say you have to make time but and let's let's break it down in reality we do need to make time but so many of us we know we just go 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 because the job's short i got to go to work i got to go to work and some some places even doing man mandatory overtime right right you're not getting that time and they're wearing these people out so these people are losing their passion right i was one of them you know so it's just like it was a trickle effect right so i lost my passion i started what why am i doing this you know do i really want to be a nurse still you know and right. God said, why did you get into it right That's and i was like well, what do you mean yeah what drove you to become a nurse i said because i want to help people that's right and he said okay and you still want to help people. So why are you doubting yourself? You lost your passion. You lost your joy for it because of the circumstances you was in. Right. right. You know, and so he had to break it down to me. I ain't going to get into all the, you know, how he broke yeah. it down. But in short, that's what he told me. You know, like you lost your passion. You lost it because of the circumstances you was in. Right. You have to get that passion back. You got to get that joy back and get that fire lit back because don't forget why you're doing this it's not for man you're doing my work i called you to be a nurse to go help people because in helping people you're going to lead them to me right right and i'm like thank you father it was a it was a gut punch but thank you father because literally i had got i had like all this week i'm just like i'm burned out you know with work school all this stuff was coming at one time and right. i lost my passion for it right and literally all this week I literally took off from school, not took off, like not doing, but literally not doing my homework. I got some stuff accomplished and I don't have much to do today. But the fact of the matter is, and sis could attest to this, I never take off for school. I'm, I'm on it. I'd be ahead right. of the game because I'm on fire. I want to get it done. Right. Right. And that's, that's how, you know, we tell y'all God give it to us first before he give it to you guys. So, and there's some of y'all out here listening now, y'all lost y'all passion. It may not be for a career path or a job. It may be for something God told you 
Tell mm-hmm. me about I can't work and still waiting on unemployment from when I did work. Mm, I'm not sure who that is. Sis. That's a no. Facebook user. Well, <clears> so <throat> I'm not quite sure if you got if you can say put your name up there for us because we can't see a picture or your name. That would be greatly appreciated. But you're right. Um, you know, you can't work and still waiting on unemployment. Yeah. And it's those that can work and they right. take, they, they taken up on this unemployment and they refuse not to. Right. And that's the people we're talking about. We're not talking about people who who can't work and waiting on unemployment. We're talking about people who actually can work. Right. Physically able to work, but choose not to work because the government is getting out, giving out unemployment and they they feel like, oh, I'm getting more money than this. And in the beginning of COVID, yes, some jobs was laying people off. But as the jobs open back up, people will not go. Those are the people we're talking about. We're not talking about people who legit need unemployment. We're talking about people who are using the system. Okay. Oh, okay. oh, that's my cousin. That's Pooh. Okay. Thank you, baby, for sharing who, who, because <laughs> we couldn't see you, baby. We couldn't see you, but thank you. Yeah. <clears throat> so that's who we talking about, Dominique. Not the ones who legit need unemployment. We talking about the ones who choose not to go back to work to get the unemployment and using right. the system. That's who we're talking about. So, you know, what passion, you know, you could have had a passion to open your business. You could have had a passion to, I don't know. People have so many passions these days and desires, but my thing is if you, if you're not going after it and you not on fire about that, like you once was, what stop you? Right. What stop you from having that passion for whatever it is? It could be from writing a lot of like, since you like to write. Yes. Yes. People like to write. People like to sing, but they yeah. stop something. Stop, you know, not you, but, People, you know, the passion that you have for maybe writing or singing or drawing or painting or whatever, and you stop, what stopped you? That's the question I want to pose to the audience. Whatever Mm -hmm. your passion was, what stopped you? Let's dialogue about that. Let's dialogue, yeah. And, you know, you said I was was thinking about that, too, as you were speaking. I was thinking about um, Peter when he had a passion, right, Mm -hmm. to walk on that water. Right. What did he say? Bid me to come. And God yeah, Jesus, Jesus said, come. come. Jesus said, come. You know, then he got out of the boat mm-hmm. and he began to walk on that water. But right. what happened to Peter? He looked to the right. He looked to the left. He looked at the storm. He looked at the waters, the waves and everything. It was, but then he got distracted. Mm-hmm. He got distracted because when he had his eyes on Jesus, he was walking. He was passionate about getting to Jesus. He said, I'm going to walk on this water. I want to do what you're doing. Right. And then he began to sink because he took his focus off of Jesus. Right. So that just quickened on the inside of me says, when you said that, I was like, oh yeah. Yeah. So even in that, even with our passion and everything, you know, and, and you know what says it's what, what you have on the inside of you is what God put on you on the inside of you right you have a passion and a desire because it aligns with the vision and the mission for your life you, you know like you write. said says you like to write i'm a business woman i love you know yours says love business love it i love being where i can provide a service you know right. and and be able to sh- share i shared last week says you know, with our, um, with living life out loud, with, you know, when we make the shirts and everything. Right. Um, I shared last week that one of the shirts that we had made, um, 
the testimony that was given to us when we was in Colorado, Keish, he was like, that shirt I wanted to wear for three days. Three days, because that's why we do what we do. And it's a passion. Right. It's on the inside of us, living life out loud. Everything that you do, live it out loud with joy. Exactly. I said that he wants you not to have an eternal life, but he wants us to live right now. An abundant life, a more than enough life. So what are you passionate about? What is that burning desire on the inside of you? And says, you know, I, that, and, and that just blessed me. When I heard him say that, I said, that's why we do what we do. But then in the very beginning, and don't negate small beginnings. Come on don't, now. Don't, don't discount small beginnings. Because when you first start, whatever it is God has you doing, it's, it's, to you it's small, but you took that first step. It's because a building that's block. That's what I call it. it. Yeah, building block. And I was talking to my baby girl and I said, baby, I said, God is doing a new thing. And we'll just watch what happened. As long as we stay obedient and we do what we're supposed to be doing, you know, and it's blessing people, it's serving people, sis. Every single day I wake up and I say, okay, Father, how do you desire for me to serve in this capacity today? Come on now. Today. Yeah. And that's my passion. That's my desire. That zeal that's on the inside of me. And since you know I'm an encourager, that's my passion. I will build you up. I, yes, I will encourage you. Look, you know, some, some days, look, I'll message my sis and I just know because that's kindred spirits. That's my sis. And I'll be like, hey, baby, how you doing this morning? Or how's your day? Sis, girl, you know, I can, I can, I can feel her response and not even talk to her. And I know that my sis is feeling some type of way. Yeah, you do. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, mm -hmm. uh-uh, uh-uh, no, no, no. We're not going to do this. And I will pray for my sis. And I, yeah, and I pray for y'all. I pray for y'all. Look, sis, you know, when you, a lot of people will say, well, people be putting their business on Facebook and this and this and that, and keep putting it on there. You know why? Because somebody's praying for you. Now, let me tell y'all about putting y'all business on Facebook. But, but, put it on yeah, there, but be mindful of what you put what out you here, put okay? Yes, why everybody need to know everything that's going on in your life. In your, no, no. So we just don't, don't want to do mindful. that, but well, you can see what people are going through because you're absolutely right. Say, for instance, oh, this is a good one. You and your boyfriend, y'all together, and then y'all get mad with one another. You break up. You know what I'm saying? Right. And then you got these folks mad with that person and then y'all back together that part ah. <laughs> you know you can you can put out there you know you guys just pray for me i'm having a rough time right now or and just then, put pray for my relationship to be strengthened that, pray for yeah. our relationship to be strengthened. you ain't got to yeah. put what it was because <laughs> like sis said you put up there oh he cheated on me and da 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 now these people no. mad with him for right. you and then y'all back together. They're still mad and y'all hold the door and they're still holding the grudge. No, stop putting your business on Facebook. Just put spray to strengthen our relationship. That's, that's right. It. That's right. That's it. You ain't got to you'll go into no detail. But yeah, that's prime example. You know, and let me see. There's a, oh, Dominique put, let me see what Pooh put on him. You sound like me with school. I was on fire. Then I started slacking, dealing with personal situations, but I am back on it. Yeah, and Dominique, stay on it, stay yes. on it, stay on it, honey. And now, look, I'm a witness, I'm, I'm a living witness, honey. Life could get in the way and, and, and have you just off course. 
Yes. But I'm so glad that you're back. And guess what? I'm here to encourage you. If you need me, you on my Facebook inbox me. I will encourage you. I will uplift you. You know, Keisha will too. We here for you. So guess what? It's, and that's what people have to understand. Sometimes going through school and everything else, you it needs a village because sometimes that stuff, look, it, you get overwhelmed and you need people to help build you back up. And like, right. look, since you can keep going, <laughs> since you got this. You just need a cheerleading team sometimes, honey, because that's, right that's what, when you hear that, you be like, I can do this. Yeah, I know I could. You Sometimes you just need to pick me up, okay? Because right. I know my sis be cheering, look. <laughs> I'm like, sis, I'm so overwhelmed, girl. Look, sis, you got this. Sis, yeah. you can do this. You meant for this. Sis, you got this. You built for this. Yes. You yes. built for this. You know, sis, you know I'm a strong believer that everything that we go through, we're built for it. We built we, for we it. We are. If if we wasn't, God would not allow us to go through it. Right, right. And like That's I tell y'all, y'all gonna have some days y'all gonna be overwhelmed. I don't have days I was overwhelmed, but I, I encouraged myself back up, there you, right? There you go. There you go. Because look, let me tell y'all something. <laughs> I know I could get through this program. I don't got through a whole master's degree. Right. Right? Fighting <laughs> cancer. So I know if I could do that, I could do this. There you go. It's the enemy trying to play with my mind sometimes to tell me, you tired. You you ain't got this. And I'll be like, devil, you alive. I could get through a whole master's program fighting cancer. Right. Oh, I, I, could, I could get through this program. <laughs> and sometimes you just have to encourage yourself. And sometimes you have to, just like I tell myself, if I fought cancer and got through a, a master's degree, I could get through this. That's my encouragement to myself. Right. And then sometimes, yeah, you're going to, you can encourage yourself, but sometimes you need you still need your cheerleader, you know, and it's okay. That's right. It's okay. Sometimes you can encourage yourself, and sometimes you may not have it in you to encourage yourself. You need somebody to pour into you, and That's it's right. okay. Right. Okay. That's so true. Yes. You know, it says I was um sitting here, and sometimes in that says with going through life situations, going through that we do get distracted and we do get discouraged. Yeah. You know, like you said, shoot, I was overwhelmed, you know, and yeah, you're right. I've been writing. Well, you know, your sister have so many things that, that God has me working on in this season, but um, even with writing, you know, my first book working on bringing that forth, you know, um, I had paused for a minute and I said, okay, father, what, what is it? You know, why am I, why am I not writing? You know, I, I can't, I asked for your wisdom and he was like, be still, be still. And I will give you what to put in those chapters. Right. You don't have to work that out. I get, I put that desire and that passion, that zeal on the inside of you. One of them. <laughs> so you trust me, continue to trust me. And I will give you what you need to put in there because my desire says is once it does come forth, then I know it will bless so many people. And that's the vision and that's the mission to bless some, somebody else and help them transform their lives. Right. To go from a place of, you know, of, of pain where they really are in a place where they're able to rejoice. You know what I'm saying? Rejoice and praise God. And you know what, you guys, even with your passion, your zeal, praise God through it. Praise, praise God through wherever you are at. Since you had shared something earlier in the deep, 
You may be in the deep, in a deep place right now, out in the water, all alone. And you know what God has promised you and what he has told you. But he will bring you out of that deep. But he's got a plan and purpose. But in this season, if you're in that deep place, you trust God. You got to trust him. Oh, you're talking about my Facebook page. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's why I be yeah. saying I'll be paying attention to yeah. what people have going on and what they be talking about, what they be speaking. And I'm like, thank you, Father. Absolutely. Because that's good. Somebody need to hear that. Right. He will take you out of deep, out the deep waters, honey. It could be relationship. It could be school. Anything. It could be job. It could be anything going on. But guess what? If you in that deep spot, don't stay there. Don't dwell in there. That's where the enemy wants you to stay. The enemy wants you to think that you can't get out of an addiction. An uh, enemy wants you to think that you can't get out of an abusive relationship. The enemy don't want you to think that you can get out of any toxic relationship, right? Whether it be job or anything else. But if you know who God is, honey, God said he will never leave you nor forsake you. Yes, look at that. Mm, that's right now. Yes, sir. I mean, I know it's Dominique, but that, yes, sir, it's just a question. Yeah. <laughs> be happening to me too, sis. Yes, but yeah, that is so true. He is your biggest cheerleader. He is the Absolutely. biggest cheerleader. Yeah, but you know, my post today was, you know, hold on to God. He will get you out. He want to get you out the deep waters. All you have to do is keep your faith, keep your trust in him and tell the enemy you are a lie. I'm, I can get out this addiction. This is, I had a setback. I have an addiction, but guess what? This is not what God has for me. This is not the purpose for my life. And I am getting out this addiction. I am getting out this abusive relationship. I am getting out of whatever toxic situation that I'm in. God right. got me. He's pulling me out and right. I'm holding on to his hand till I am out. Okay, that's, and that's right. how you have to think because the enemy would the enemy starts here. Yeah, and once he gets your mind, honey, he gonna have you doubting yourself and doubting this and doubting that, and just start having you second guessing yourself, like, Oh, am I good enough for this? Oh, I deserve this. Oh, no, right? You know what God called you to, you know what God promised you. You hold on to that, that's right. And if you don't know, you ask. Exactly. Like you I said earlier, ask. Ask. You ask him and look, I promise you, we are living, living testimonies, living witnesses that if you ask God for wisdom and for clarity, he will give it to you. Yes, ma'am. You may not want the answer. Huh. <laughs> he might not give it to you how you thought he was going to give it to you, but he's going to give it to you. Right. And then at that point, you just be obedient and you move forward. You know, and, and man, don't allow the waters, don't allow, and even the, the sis, I remember that there was a saying, don't allow the cold waters of others quench your fire and desire and passion on the inside of you. Yes. Negative Nans, negative Nancy's that yep. might be in your space or around you. And no, no, you like, ah, no, I refuse. Right. I refuse. So you, you separate yourself. Right. That's not encouraging you to be the best version of you that they possibly that you possibly can be. Exactly. So you, you just politely say, I love you, but I'm going exactly. to remove you from my space. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And it could be for just a season. Yeah. Or it might be for a lifetime. And if it is, praise God. Praise God. And Praise just God. guess what? You just look back and see what lesson you can learn from that relationship. But Praise since God. you say something, 
You said, hey, we can ask God something. It may not be something we want to hear. And that is so true because, you know, when you when you said that, just reminded me how many times we give our kids advice and tell our kids, ask us something, we tell them something they don't want to hear. Right. But you want your kids to be obedient and listen to you. Right. And if they don't, you get mad. Right. Right. Get angry with them. God don't do that with us. Right. He give us a choice. However, just like you want your kids to listen to you, God wants us to listen to him. But it's our choice if we do or not. And we have to look at that with our relationship with our kids. We could, If they come to us for advice and we give them advice, it's their choice whether they choose to listen or not. Right. But somewhere in the back of their mind, it's still there. But they want to do what they, they got to test the waters. Like right. we test the waters with God. <laughs> you know? Right. So, hey, look, it because we didn't want to hear that what God had to tell us the answer. So we want to do what we want to do, because that's what we wanted God to tell us to do. But he didn't tell us to do that. The same way our kids come to us asking us, uh, they want you to say something different and you tell them something they don't want to hear. They're going to do what they wanted you to tell them, not right. what you told them. Right. So it's the same thing. <laughs> it's just so funny <laughs> when you said it because I'm like, oh my God, that is so true. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I'm a, and I'm gonna shift gears just a little bit too, sis, because you know we're 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 talking about did you lose your passion? Did you forget? Remember your why? You know why we do what we do. But also, sis, in that, do you know there's so so many people that are working hard. They are grinding, and that's what we do. But in that, it's I was listening to uh Bishop TD Jakes. You know, I love teachings, I love every day I'm listening to somebody's teaching and, and encouragement, you know. So he said his um Sarita, she come in there in, in his man cave, right? Because he's a worker, grinding, 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 his passion, his zeal, he he getting it. And then she said, he said that she politely left a little note in his his office his man cave and it said don't get so caught up on making a living that you neglect living right now come That's on a, i, I want to shift for a moment because yes we have we are passionate about what we do what god said that we need to do but then sometimes you don't we don't balance it sometimes we like i think about my dad my dad is a worker He's been at the same job, I think, for like 40 years, sis. But he works and he works and he works and he works and he works. And I said, when do you have time to live? You doing all this working. And I understand that is important because we got to take care of what we need to take care of. But it's a balancing act as well. You have got to live. And he said, I want you to have a, an abundant life right now, a more than enough life. And you ain't got to have a whole bunch of money to have that. You know the joy of the Lord, your family, what's important to you. Pause for a minute. We grinding. We passionate about boom, boom, boom. But then we wore out. Then we wore out. And then it's not a balancing. You're not balancing at that point. So I will mm -hmm. encourage somebody. Don't get so caught up on making a living that you neglect living. Hmm. <laughs> that's sis, powerful that's very powerful because since you don't want to evolve back to right as you know me and you don't talked about this on here before we travel you know Absolutely. and then, let me tell y'all something 
a lot of people think to go on a vacation or to, to get out of town, you have to have a lot of money. You really don't. Prepare for it. Plan for it. Right. And go. So if you take $50 out of every paycheck and save up for the summer, you could go on vacation. Absolutely. If you could, if you are, if you are able to do a hundred dollars a paycheck until the summer, you're able to go on vacation. And then, listen, it gets better, right? If you go on with other people, split the cost. <laughs> you better say that. You know you what I mean? Love to do that. <laughs> Where are we going? It makes it even going? cheaper yes. when you split the cost, right? And look, if you can't afford that Airbnb or that hotel, go somewhere where you got family. Right. You go stay with a family member. Hey, y'all going to work today? Yeah, we going out to the beach while y'all work. You know, we going to go sightsee. It may be a family member stay somewhere where you've never been. Right. Reconnect with your family or friends. Hey, I'm coming to visit you. And when you come to visit them, hey, they might take off to go bring you places. Oh, let me show you this. Oh, this. Oh, I ain't seen my cousin or my friend in so long. Right. Oh, I want to, you know, I'm going to take this week off with them and I'm going to show them my city. You know, right. people like doing that. Right. So that's even cheaper because guess what? You don't have to pay a hotel fee. The most right. you have to do is buy souvenirs. You have, you want to bring stuff back. And if you go out to eat, that's it. Because most of the time they're going to cook for you. But right. if y'all out and y'all have to eat, just have a little spending money for eating and buying little gifts and stuff. Cheap. Right. Girl, that, that reminds me, says when you, you know, as you were talking, you know, a staycations too, in your own city. Look, my sister, yes. they come out here. I love y'all know I we go to Colorado all the time. You know, my sister and them, they come out here. We went to this nice spa place. Oh, yeah. And girl, you know, and it was just beautiful just to just to get it. You know, I love the whole that. day. You know, I love that's a passion of mine is just to move around, move around. We work, we do, we work hard. So why not enjoy, enjoy the journey, enjoy your life. And even look, we driving somewhere for maybe an hour. Right. Two we hours. went there and sis didn't even know about this place. And she she lived there. Girl, I'm trying to tell you, and look, sis going again. I know, right? <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with that, honey. That place yeah. was beautiful and it was relaxing. And yeah. we had a marvelous people thought we went out the state, out the country. It was no. so beautiful. We was oh, right there in New Mexico. Beautiful. Yes. Okay. And peaceful. Mm, and girl, and I'm like, that was my first time getting on that hammock. And you know, girl, you know, I love stuff like that. And I was like, oh, still, let me tell y'all. Look, yep. <laughs> my sis gets on this hammock with no problems, right? And I said, sis, how you, you just, just laid on in there like that? And she said, yes, yeah, sis, just sit right here. And look, I was nervous, y'all. I thought I was going to fall and bust my tail on the ground because I was like, I want to get in there, but I'm, 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 I'm nervous. Girl, got in that thing. I got out like a G. I said, "Okay, I'm gonna get out." Oh, I got back 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 in. But that's what I'm saying. Your your passion just it loves, and you know, we love moving around. We just yes, we do. You know, and so that was so fun. Says I look, y'all got to come back so we can do it again. Oh, we will. <laughs> we will. Look, let me tell y'all something. And that's what I'm saying. Go go play. Like since come to Colorado all the time. Since come yeah. here, and it's like. We just have fun. We don't go out my house. Just staying in my house. We have so much fun and right. so much laughter. Y'all just don't understand. So that's what I'm saying. Just to get away don't cost much. Right. But how to get there? You know, you know somebody stay there and y'all have fun. 
when we went to Florida, yeah, it cost us a little money, but not a lot because we had like five, six other people we shared the cost with, you know, right. and we had this mansion. Okay, right. pretty much. And like we had everything at that Airbnb we need. We didn't even have to leave there if we didn't want to. If we didn't want to, that's right. Because we had everything. We had a night where we just cooked, had celebrated two birthdays and just stayed home all day and right. had fun. We went to Disney World, spent the day. It was hot as I don't know what in Florida, <laughs> but we had fun. Then we went to the beach and we went to the community center in the little area we were staying at. This looked yeah. like we was, I mean, look. That was like a water park, sis. Yeah, they a little water park. Like, it was like a water park in the community. Right. Like, well, praise God. Look at that. We were still, okay. Right. No and, and we and it ain't cost us nothing to get in there because we was in a community little thing. Right. And I mean, we just, I mean, we had so much fun. We was relaxed. We, yeah. you know, we had no care about work or what right. we left in our state you know like even when we go to new mexico we have so much fun i don't worry about what's going on in colorado i don't worry about right. my job school nothing it's just about me getting away refocusing rejuvenating all that yeah. like getting away is so fun and just like since say you could do a staycation yeah we could go to denver for a weekend in denver from colorado springs what an hour sometimes 45 minutes depending yeah. on what you're going to and you just get away and you don't think about, you know, it's just feel like you're somewhere else. You're right. not in Colorado, right? So, I mean, just do little stuff. I mean, even if you can't go and get a, a weekend in a hotel, let me tell you what else you could do free, right? In the summertime, go to the park. There you go. Bring your children to the park. Enjoy it. Do a picnic out there. You know, find the, it's a lot of free stuff. If y'all just Google free activities for families in your city, you will right. be surprised how many free things you could do with your family and don't spend a dime besides gas getting there. And right. you will have so much fun. You wouldn't even realize you were in your city. Right. You just yeah. get away. You your mind is not on work. It's not on whatever you had bills, right. whatever. You just having fun with your family. I mean, look, it's a lot of things to do. You just got to Google free or cheap things to do with your family. Right. Like today, sis. I I, I woke up this morning. You know, of course, I, my devotion. I do spend my time with the Lord. I was sitting there. I said, okay, what what can we do today? You know, I got my legacy, my new my new ride. I said. I'm going to take her out for a ride. Yes. Even if it's getting in your car and you drive to the lake, to the park, you sit there, listen to some good music, you know, or just take a walk. You know, you do that. You know, it is so important, you guys. And we're, you know, we're all about this wellness, self-care, passionate. What are you passionate about? And also be passionate about you. Yes. Be yes. passionate about you and what makes you happy, what brings you joy. And if you forgot, remind yourself. Like you said, sis, when we was when growing up, you the, the look, my cousin can attest to that. Dancing, singing, writing. I used to draw. And and I was going through when we were moving, I was going through, you know, get, going through stuff. Since I didn't found a lot of my drawings when I was 16, 17 years old. I still have them. And I was looking and showed them the baby girl. And she was like, mom, you used to draw like that? I said, yeah. She said, I haven't seen you draw 
ever. And that prime example, life, we're doing things, you know, and then we forget. And I was like, man, I used to love to draw, right? You remember how we used to write lyrics to songs out, sis? All the time. So just a, just a great reminder of, you know, just loving you. Love yourself because love. if you can't love yourself, you can't enjoy nothing else. But while you were saying that, sis, this is dropped in my spirit. Somebody need to hear this. Yeah. Passion. When you was a little girl, you had a passion and a desire to have to be married. And you remember yes. this fairy tale wedding, right? You may not get the fairy tale wedding. You can, but you may not. But you had a passion and desire to get married. Right. And you've been dating and dating and dating and, and the relationship's not working and you gave up. Right. And your desire to be a wife. God yeah. wants you to know you are still going to be a wife. But what you have to do first is reconnect and learn who you are, what you want, be specific about it. Yes. And love yourself first. Because before he could give you that husband, right. you have to learn how to love yourself. So that way, when you get that husband that he had for you, you can love that husband and not bring all this baggage from these old relationships right. with you. And it's a lot of women who are like, oh, it's no good men out here. All the men is this and that. No, it's still some good men out there. Right. It's a lot of them. But the thing about it is, what are you attracting? That you, that, you, hey, you said it. You said that. What are you attracting? Absolutely. You attract them what you have in you. You you know that, and this is, and I really, really, truly believe this. The men that you attract is attracted to what your aura is. So if you're about chaos, that's what you're gonna you're gonna attract a man who's gonna cheat, cause chaos because that's how you function, right? You function in chaos. You don't know how to function in calm and peace. So. If you're not in a relationship right now and you still desire to be married, God wants you to know, take this time to rediscover who you are, who right. you are, what you want out of life and refocus, rejuvenate and start loving on yourself. Date yourself. Right. right? It's OK to date yourself. Take yourself to a movie. Take yourself to dinner and, and date yourself, because that's way when you do get in a relationship, you know what you want. Right. Right. And, you, and what this you man and what you will not allow. And this man going to see this about you because you're going to have another a presence about yourself. Yeah. He's going to say, oh, I can't play around with this one. Yeah. Right? Get to know yourself. Date yourself. Rediscover yourself. I don't know. God just dropped that in my spirit to tell somebody. Somebody, Girl, says, you know, as you as you was talking about that, I remember it was some years ago. and We were at a one of our Mary Kay conventions right in Denver. And you y'all because because y'all know I'm waiting on my husband, but I am I look, but I'm trusting God. Amen. I, said, I want you to bring that husband to Keisha to Waukesha and prepare me along the way. Right. See that 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 man of God that's gonna love me unconditionally, that we're gonna be able to move, you know, together in life, everything, every aspect. And so we was in Denver, sis. We were uh, we were at a restaurant. We were on like a little lunch break or whatever. So we went to a restaurant, and this guy just comes up to me and he was like, "I can't afford you." Just out of the blue, now I don't even know him, and I'm just like, "I didn't, I didn't, I I, I don't know you." I said, "Well, why would you say that?" 
he was like, apparently because I looked as if he couldn't afford me. You know what I'm saying? And that's your a presence. You know, the way you carry yourself. You know, I'm very confident in Keisha. You know what I'm saying? I know who I am, whose I am. And I know even back then what I won't deal with or tolerate. So I'm, you know, right. with confidence. You you see, y'all seen my Wonder Woman costume last night, didn't y'all? Pray, that's my girl. Wonder Woman. Don't sis, don't even don't even go there. <laughs> you know I love my Wonder Woman now. So I just sipped on my water. So that's so all I did. So that's what it is. How you carry yourself, what comes, what is coming from you, you know, because you will not just tolerate anything. Right. And you will see the fruit that's coming forth from somebody before you even allow it. So that's what, you know, many, look, I've heard many, many won't you, but it's only one that can have you. And that one got to be ready for this great assignment that God has placed before me because I'm walking in it. So you got to be able to walk with me. And walk, since what you, said, you said one thing that was key and I want these women to get it. I was confident about me and I am confident about me. So mm -hmm. let me tell you, let me break that down for y'all, right? Don't let nobody tell you your confidence is being conceited. Mm -mm. And they say, oh, you being conceited? No, baby, I'm not being conceited. I'm just confident, right? right? Because it's a difference. And a lot of people will try to tell you that to bring your self-esteem down and make you not feel confident about yourself. And it's okay to be confident in who right. you are. If you're confident in yourself, you're going to hold yourself to a standard. You're going to hold your head up high. And right. you're going to look. I ain't tolerating no BS. Mm. And I'm not mm. here for that. No. If you're going to step to me, step to me correct. That's oh, not right. being conceited. That's being very confident in knowing who you are. Right. Because if you know who you are, ain't nobody mm. can tell you you conceited, baby. Because when they used to tell me that, you conceited. No, baby, I ain't conceited. I'm just convinced, honey. Yeah, that I'm is. very confident. <laughs> Okay, so yes, look, you got to let them know. Look, you know right. who you are. Don't let nobody tell you who you are because right. you know who you are. You know who God called you to be, right? right. So be yeah. that, be all that you and you know. I love when our mom apostle always say, Be authentically you. I don't know how no other way to be, y'all. Already I crack jokes, right? Just to yeah. tell you, I crack jokes, I love to have fun. Right. But when you cross me, right, <laughs> I'm going to let you have it. Right. I, look, I stay on my knees for my sis, y'all. I be praying for my sis. Yeah. <laughs> I don't throw on these that much, y'all, because I, I, I have more fun than I be going off on people. She she does, but sis, you already know that, mm, look, like you said, she can go there. You know, and we all can. Sis. We all can go there. But, but we do. You know, but the easy. thing about it is I'm so confident in myself. People don't know how to take me right. because I'm I'm a straight shooter. First of all, I don't I don't tell people stuff to be mean or be malicious or, you know, yeah. anything like that. I'm just a straight shooter. I'm not going to sugarcoat anything. Right. Yes. And sometimes people are like, oh, she's so harsh. It's not that I'm harsh. I'm just real. Right. I'm not. But the, if you're doing wrong and you my sister in Christ, I'm going to tell you. Right. right. I'm gonna tell you in love, it may not seem like it's love, but everything I do is out of love. I'm just not gonna be like, oh, sis, well, you know, it's okay that you did this, but you should right. no, sis, you wrong. 
You know yeah. you was wrong for doing that. You shouldn't have did that. You know, right. a lot of people don't want to hear that because you're so truthful and so straightforward. They don't want to hear that. Right. That's just who I am. And really? I tell people, don't ask me anything if you don't want the truth. Because yeah, you, you better say that. I'm going to tell you the truth that your feelings might be hurt, but you asked me so, you know. That's right. Says, we want, I want to go up here real quick because I just saw a comment that my cousin had posted earlier. She said, yes, I Amen. because I shall walk again. Absolutely. And, we and you will walk again. Right now. Right now. In the name of Jesus, you are healed. The, yeah, you, you, that's one of our covenant benefits. And I know you pray that over yourself and we pray that over you as well. Because you will, you shall walk again. This right. is but for a season, just a season. And in this season, ask God, what are you trying to teach me in this season, Father? It may not be to teach her anything. It may be that she's somebody else for somebody else. Because right. guess what? Somebody's looking at you, Dominique, right now, and looking at your situation and your circumstances. But when God gets you up out that wheelchair, baby, you start not only walking again Ooh, but dancing again. Honey, look, they're gonna be like. <laughs> How you did this, Dominique, and all you gonna say is that was my father. And guess what? Because you showing them what our father can do, honey. You already yeah. Ooh, you better say that. You better say that. And you you speak that thing over you every single day. Every uh -huh. day. Every day. All day if you have to. And yes, look, you honey. walk it, you walk it out in faith. You are walking in this faith. out in faith. You are showing people. I may be down now, I may be in a wheelchair now, but I know what my father can do. And when That's he gets right. you up out that wheelchair, baby, all he can do is praise with you because I know I am. I know that's right. You know, and the thing about it is this, this is just a great reminder. It's for our good, but it's for his glory. Yes. So everything that we go through is, is for our good, you know, but it's for his glory. You know what I'm saying? He's going to, he's, he's already getting the glory in this. Because look, look where he has brought you from, where you are today. And we, all of us can say that. Look right. where God has brought me from and where I am today for his glory. For his glory. That look, that girl, that's why we here today. That's how we are able to do what we're doing today for his glory. Yeah. That's the purpose and the vision and the mission that God gave me to start this podcast, to be an, an encouragement you know, to bless somebody before his glory. Cause we always talk about our heavenly father. We don't, we don't do nothing aside from him. We don't move before him. We don't, mm -mm, we flow with him. So that's what you do, baby. You, you speak on that thing and y'all remember it is important to fulfill the vision and the mission over your lives. Be passionate have that fire, have that zeal and have a, a fire and a zeal for God. Yes. For Jesus. Allow the Holy Spirit to move on the inside of you. Allow him to do what he's there to do. That's the first passion. And to be a son. Be a child of the most high God and watch everything else. Everything else fall into place. Everything else. That should be your first passion. Yes. And then you ask God, what is my mission and the vision that you have before me while I'm here on this earth? And mm -hmm. how do I move? Yep. How do I flow with you? Give me wisdom, instructions on what I need to do. And then do remember that as you're journeying in life, 
as you're fulfilling the vision and the mission of God over your life. Balance it out. Don't be so focused on making a living and you forget to live. Yes. What since that's all I got, we're gonna close this thing Look, out. And before we close out, I'm done. I I I I'm I don't have nothing to say about this topic no more because I'm done. But what I do want to do is bring awareness, right? Yeah. October is the month of breast cancer and domestic violence. And domestic, yes. Right? So my parting words to you, if you're female and male, breast cancer is prominent in men too, please go get yourself checked. Not only in the month of October, but all year long. I'm a survivor of breast cancer and I detected my own breast cancer because I did myself breast exams every month. And you know your body better than anything. So I'm a, I'm a fan of touching the boobies. So please touch your boobies. If you don't know how to do a self exam, it's, um, you know, diagrams online, action doctor, whatever. But I am so passionate about this and please, please go get yourself checked, especially um, in African-American women, because in men, we don't like to go to the doctors. Please, please, I'm begging y'all. Get y'all exams. Right. And, you know, it's so many young girls dying now before the age of 40 because mm. they couldn't get the mammograms and they're dying of breast cancer. So I am passionate about trying to get the law changed about that, that right. it shouldn't be at the age of 40 because breast cancer could come at any time. Right. That's mm. one thing. Domestic violence is mm. very prominent, not only in African-American, in all cultures. So I, I I, beg of you, if you know someone in an abusive relationship, please mm. give them the domestic violence hotline, right. you know, help them if they can. And let me tell you something, don't get frustrated because when you're in that predicament, sometimes you don't know how to get out. Right, right. Sometimes you could get out and you go back because... You don't lost your self esteem. You don't lost your confidence, and the the, the victim have the person who victimized you have you believing you're dependent on them, and you can't do it without them. Right. So bear with them, help them to get out that situation. Especially if they got kids, you guys just bring awareness. Let's talk about this is stuff that you know in the African American community we don't want to talk about breast cancer. We don't want to talk about any kind of cancer. We don't want to talk about domestic abuse. We need to start voicing these things and getting this out. I'm passionate. No, I was not a domestic abuse um, survivor, but I know people who have been. And I praise God that they're out there happy. They don't move on and they found a man who will love them. So please, 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 let's bring awareness to our community about both situations. And that's all I have for you guys. Amen. Well, you guys, we love you. We, we love, love you. you. And you guys tune in, you know, tune in and thank you for commenting. Thank you for uh, engaging today. That That's what we love. You know, we love it. It helps um, us. And then we know we're here to be a blessing to you as well. So mm-hmm. until next time, we love you much. And we'll talk to you soon. Remember, don't journey without Jesus. Because life Amen. is so much different without him. Yes. Peace. <laughs>